Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to Culips. You are listening to Simplified Speech, which is the Culips series that features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations. About interesting topics, and today I'm joined by Cassie, my co-host. Hello there, Cassie. Hey there, Andrew, and hey, listeners. Cassie, we've got a super exciting episode planned for everyone today, and the episode topic is actually related to you, Cassie. You've got a big announcement that I asked you to make on the show here, <laughs> without. Making our listeners wait too long. Could you let them know what the big news is in your world? Yeah. So after oh, how long has it been? Five years of dating, my boyfriend and I have officially gotten engaged. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah, I feel like I'm joining the Culips Club. You know. Yeah. Tell me about it. First, Suzanne got engaged. And then I got engaged and got married, and now it's your turn, Cassie. So you've joined the Culips Wedding Club, I guess. <laughs> Wahoo! <laughs> so this episode is going to be all about your engagement story, because your engagement story was very romantic, Cassie. And we'll talk a little bit about what kind of wedding you're planning to have and how wedding planning. Is going all of those things, but before we start our conversation, I think we should let everyone know about the study guide for this episode, so they can follow along as they listen today. That's right. The study guide for this episode includes the transcript, detailed vocabulary explanations, a quiz, and much more. You can download it in a PDF file and print it off. Or you can view a mobile-friendly version that looks great on smartphones. To access it, you just need to visit Culips.com and become a Culips member. We also wanted to give a shout out to one of our listeners named GL, who is from India. Yes, GL left us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and in their review, they wrote, "Dear Culips team." I have been listening to your podcast for quite a long time. I had tried many other podcasts, however, particularly Culips has managed to hook me for a long time. I'm an intermediate speaker from India, currently living in Japan, and I'm eager to know how to improve my intonation while speaking. Though I try to incorporate different tones in my voice, I want to do it naturally, like a native speaker. Cheers. Wow. Thanks so much for that review, GL. We are glad that、uh, we hooked you in, and you've been listening to us for a long time. Cassie GL has quite an international life. It sounds like from India, but living in Japan. That's really cool. Kind of, I guess, like how we're from North America, but living in Korea. Kind of a similar situation there. Yeah. Now, GL, you asked this question about improving your intonation. And Cassie, I think an excellent way to improve your accent, improve your pronunciation, improve your intonation is through shadowing. Once you get to an intermediate level, an upper intermediate level, an advanced level in English, and you're conversational, at this point, I think 
shadowing is a fantastic way to improve your English pronunciation. So GL, just to quickly answer your question, if you haven't tried shadowing yet, I would strongly recommend it. And we actually have a series here at Culips for all Culips members called the Fluency Files that we make specifically for shadowing practice. It's a fantastic series for doing shadowing. Each episode is short, like three to five minutes long. There are no announcements. There is no music. It's just perfect for shadowing. So you could try shadowing with the fluency files. And uh, I'm almost sure that if you do that consistently, you will be able to improve your intonation and English pronunciation. Okay, Cassie, I'm going to shut up. This episode is about you, not about shadowing or culips. So let's get to your engagement story. I, I'm dying to hear it, and I know our listeners are as well. So Cassie, you mentioned that you and your boyfriend were dating for about five years mm -hmm. uh, before the engagement. Mm -hmm. So how did he pop the question? Or did you pop the question? What happened? Tell us all about it. Okay, well, I guess you know in Korean culture, usually most couples don't really pop the question. They don't propose. They kind of have a conversation, make a decision, and then tell their parents and their family members. And that's pretty much it. But in the US, you know, usually it's more romantic than that. Usually one person in the couple does something extravagant and makes a plan and surprises their partner with a proposal. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And we should clarify, Cassie, that your fiancé is Korean. So this is a kind of interesting situation. You're living in Korea, but you're American. He's Korean. And so, you know, are you going to do things American style or Korean style? It's kind of unclear how these things will play out. Yeah, exactly. And we definitely talked about getting married before, but I said that I would love it if he surprised me in some way. I'm a little bit of a romantic at heart, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't care when or how, and I didn't care if it was super fancy or anything. Um, it could have been in our apartment. But last year, right around the time that you were about to get married my best friend in korea was also getting married and she's american and married to a korean and she stayed at my house a week before she got married okay and when she was there she kind of convinced my boyfriend to like why don't you propose at my wedding what really <laughs> Yes. You know, usually when somebody gets married, they don't want anyone to steal their thunder. And in fact, we have some sort of unwritten rules around weddings in North America. Like you shouldn't wear a dress that is more beautiful than the bride's dress because you don't want to make the bride feel bad. Or you shouldn't make a big announcement like maybe ta-da, I'm pregnant, everybody. You're like You shouldn't make an announcement like that at a wedding because it will steal some of the attention from the bride and from the married couple onto you. And I would imagine that this kind of event 
would be the same thing. Like you shouldn't probably get engaged at somebody else's wedding because then everybody's going to go up to you and be like, hey, Cassie, congratulations on the engagement. But that's hilarious because the bride herself encouraged your boyfriend to pop the question at the wedding. Yes, I was shocked too. Of course, I didn't know. So when it actually happened, I was like, oh my gosh, is this okay? And I (laughs) turned around to look at my friend and she was like smiling and laughing. And I was like, ah, okay, she must have known this beforehand. So Cassie, just to clarify then, so your friend encouraged your boyfriend to ask you to get married at her wedding. And then your boyfriend did that. He asked you to get married at the wedding? Yeah. So in a week's time, him and his father and brother went to look for a ring and they picked one. And then the day of the wedding, we were getting our makeup and hair done here in the city where I live. But her wedding was in a nearby city where her husband's family is from. So... My boyfriend was going to drive us from the makeup place to the wedding hall. And I was starving by this point. And I have no clue how stressed he's feeling. So I'm like, hey, could you pick me up a sandwich on the way here? And (laughs) he freaks out. He's like, no, there's no time for sandwiches. I have to do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I thought he was overreacting, of course. I was like, it's just a simple sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Little did I know he was, you know, preparing uh, his haircut, his fancy suit, his ring, the whole shebang. Right, right. Wow. So he's super stressed out and trying to do the the perfect proposal. And then you're just sitting there kind of hangry and yes. uh, wondering why he's not playing ball and doing what you asked of him. Yes, but we didn't uh, bicker or anything. I was just like, okay, okay, it's fine. So mm, okay. uh, anyway, he picks us up and we drive with my friend to the wedding hall. And then she goes off to put her big, beautiful dress on. And we go to sit down. We we watched the ceremony. It was amazing. And at the end of a Korean wedding, everyone in the bride and groom's family goes up and takes a picture together. And then all of the friends of the bride and groom go up and take a picture together. Right. The classic end of wedding photo shoot. Yes. So we all went up there and my friend told me before the wedding happened that she wanted me to catch the bouquet. So unlike in America where you just throw the bouquet and someone catches it randomly, usually in Korea, you choose someone to throw it to specifically. Yeah, I actually was a bouquet catcher for my friend's wedding in 2020. (laughs) That was really Ah. fun. (laughs) Yeah, so I was excited for that too. So I got into position to catch this bouquet and I was like, oh my gosh, don't drop it. And so she throws it and I catch it and then she points her finger behind me and I'm like, uh, what? And I turn around and there is my boyfriend on his knee with a ring saying, will you marry me? Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I was 
so shocked. <laughs> yeah, you probably weren't expecting that at all in that kind of situation. Not at all. And I know because I caught the bouquet too recently that in that moment, just like you said, you're only focused on not looking like an idiot in front of all the other wedding guests, right? It's like, yes. catch it, catch it, catch it. That's all you're thinking about. So <laughs> it must have been such a shock to turn around and see your boyfriend with the ring. Yeah, exactly. And then also it was at my friend's wedding. And like you said, like, is it okay? Is this stealing her thunder? Mm -hmm. All of these thoughts are going through my brain, but I'm also like, how exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, I said yes, of course. And um, then we went back and took our pictures. But it turns out I didn't really steal much of the thunder because most of the people there, I didn't know. Most of the people there were my friend and her husband's friends and family. However, a few of their friends have asked about us since their wedding happened. They've said like, oh, have they picked a date? How is that couple doing? Uh, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that is funny. So Cassie, speaking of a date, have you picked a date? I have. It's actually coming up very quickly. Okay, so it's coming up quickly. Like how, how quick here? Is it happening next year? Maybe in 2022? Yeah, we're planning to have it in at the end of March in 2022. End of March in 2022. Okay, so not that far away at all. So I imagine you're quite busy already with wedding planning then. How's that going? Yeah, we just picked a venue and I haven't picked a dress or makeup style or anything like that yet, but we're going to take pictures soon. Honestly... I am a bit of a romantic, but I'm not a big wedding person. I'm mostly doing this wedding for my future husband's family because um, it's a big thing in Korean culture. I would probably be just fine eloping. Mm. But I'm happy to have this experience and uh, share the memories with everyone. But I'm, I'm really not into picking a fancy dress and makeup. Uh, it's pretty out of my element, and I'm a little nervous about it, but I'll survive. Oh, uh, yeah, you'll be fine. And I'm sure once you start doing the planning and, you know, trying on dresses and stuff, I'm sure it will be pretty fun, especially if you get to do it with some of your friends. I think my wife was kind of the same way as you, like she wasn't a huge wedding person, you know, like we decided to have a wedding, but uh, both of us were like, mm, you know, we're, we don't care too much about the wedding. We're not like the kind of people who have dreamed of having a beautiful wedding our whole lives. We're not those kind of people. Mm -hmm. But once we got into it, then it started becoming a lot of fun, actually. So I'm sure for you as well, Cassie, that it will be, and I hope it is. Um. I have one question here for you before we wrap up this episode. And, you know, we're still kind of going through, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but we still are going through the pandemic, the COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. And because of COVID, my family from Canada couldn't come to my wedding, unfortunately. So we had to do a live stream of the wedding on the internet for my friends and family back home. What about your friends and family back in the States. Do you think some people will come 
Or are you going to do a live stream for them? Or maybe another celebration back in America later? What's your plan for dealing with that? As of now, my plan is to just have a live stream. I don't think anyone will come just because of, you know, COVID restrictions and quarantine measures and, you know, just trying not to spread anything. But we are planning as of now to go back to the U.S. one more time next summer. And even if we don't have a full ceremony, we'll have the the reception, the party together with friends and family in the States. Sounds like a good plan. Andrew, I know you had your wedding last year. Are you two also planning to have some sort of party when you eventually make it back to Canada? Maybe. Um, I'm not sure when we can go back to Canada. I think the earliest we go back to Canada would be summer of 2022. And at that point, you know, it'll be almost a year since we've been married, over a year since we've been married, actually. So it's kind of lost its luster almost, you know, like we've kind of accepted that we're married already. I mean, we might have like a small special barbecue for some of my immediate family or something. And I don't know, pop a bottle of wine and just have a nice night with my family. But I don't think I'm going to like have a big party and invite all my friends in Canada or something. It just seems like we've kind of moved on from that. But yeah, maybe we'll have like a small celebration or something. I'm sure my parents would like that. (laughs) Yes, that's a big reason why I'll be doing it too. (laughs) Yeah, for the folks, right? Weirdly, I think that weddings are almost more for the parents than they are for us. (laughs) And I mean, when you think about it, that's a big milestone in not just your life, but your child's life. You want to you want to see that. Yeah. At my wedding, I looked at my in-laws and they were both so happy and crying and just incredibly overwhelmed with emotion at the wedding, you know, and I realized at that point, it must be such an amazing feeling to have a baby and raise that baby through their whole life and then see them get married and move on to that stage, that next stage in their life. It must be an incredibly emotional thing. So yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons why it's such an important event for the parents and for grandparents as well as for the couple themselves. Absolutely. Well, Cassie, once again, on behalf of the Culips team and all the Culips listeners, I'm sure as well, uh, congratulations to you and your fiance on your engagement. Such good news. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. All right, listeners. Well, we'll leave it at here for today. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and we hope that you found it useful for building your English language skills. Don't forget the study guide for this episode is available for all Culips members on our website, culips.com. And if you like Culips, if you enjoy listening to us and find us helpful for growing your English speaking and listening skills and building a better vocabulary, well, then we would certainly appreciate it if you could support us. And there are several ways that you could do that. For example, you could follow us on social media. You could tell your friends who are studying English to check us out. 
And you could leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Our email address is contact at qlips.com. And if you have any questions or comments for us, maybe you want to pass on your congratulations to Cassie. Well, you can do it by sending us an email. Our address is contact at qlips.com once again. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode. Until then, take care, everyone, and goodbye. See ya.